0: It's 11 o'clock, on Ben Che, the top stories. Former Chief Executive CY Leung says national security laws may create a new special branch in Hong Kong. The territory's last colonial governor, Chris Patton, says the West must stop kowtowing to China. And the police issue a warning as calls grow online for people to join a protest tomorrow. The former chief executive CY Lang says a new national security law could see the creation of a domestic intelligence agency along the lines of the colonial era special branch. Mr. Lang says most places have some kind of a domestic security agency, citing Singapore's own special branch and various US intelligence agencies. Mr. Lang said Hong Kong's version was closed down by the British administration before the 1997 handover
1: all jurisdictions in the world, uh, including uh, the ones in Western uh, countries, uh, have uh, laws that protect national security. Now Hong Kong is an exception, and we do not have any law uh, to protect national security. And that's the status now, and it has been for the past 23 years. Mr. Lang said the new national security laws had two main targets. The proposed legislation of national security law that apply in Hong Kong has nothing to do with protests or calling out the troops, uh, the PLA uh, garrison uh, troops. The proposed legislation is intended to deal with essentially two things. One is the the pro-independence movement, pulling Hong Kong away from uh, uh, China, making it uh, independent. So that's one. Uh, The other is terrorist acts. Um, In recent months, we have, or the police have, uh, seized quite a large uh, amount of incendiary devices, uh, homemade bombs. Hong Kong's last colonial governor has
0: condemned Beijing's plan to introduce national security laws for the SAR and urged the West to stop kowtowing to Beijing for an illusory great pot of gold. Vicky Wong has more.
1: In an article in the Times newspaper, Chris Patton accused China of betraying the people of Hong Kong and warned of a new Chinese dictatorship. Lord Patton said Britain had a moral, economic and legal duty to stand up for Hong Kong and called on it to stop kidding itself that unless it did everything China wanted, it would miss out on great trading opportunities. Beijing says the proposed law is aimed at protecting national integrity and stopping foreign interference and won't affect freedom of assembly, speech or the press. But critics and opposition politicians say the law would signal the end of Hong Kong. The United States, Britain, Canada and Australia have also expressed concern.
0: The police have warned people not to join a protest march from Causeway Bay to Wan Chai tomorrow, promising a zero-tolerance approach to any unauthorized gathering. Calls have gone out online for people to head from the South Horn Playground to the Sogo Department Store in opposition to a national anthem bill and the new security law. Meanwhile, police broke up a small group of protesters who gathered in Chai Wan earlier this evening. Several academic and student groups have criticized a decision to pull a controversial question from the Diploma of Secondary Education History exam. Candidates were asked whether Japan did more good than harm to China between 1900 and 1945. Officials and state media said the question was biased and hurt the feelings of Chinese people. The Hong Kong Secondary Students Action Platform says a plan's a legal challenge to the decision. One candidate who took the exam says invalidating the question is insulting. He expressed concern about what would happen after the national security law is enacted.
2: We are worried about when this security law are really happening, then we will lose any space for us to discuss or lose all the space for us to learn the sensitive history or even the independent thoughts will be affected.
0: Turning overseas, Myanmar has until today to hand over a report to the International Court of Justice detailing steps it's taken to prevent atrocities against a Rohingya ethnic group. The report was ordered by the UN court. The Burmese government said it intended to submit the report. The BBC's Jonathan Head reports. Myanmar is trying to clean up its international image before this report was delivered. A leaked video showing soldiers beating and kicking villagers in Rakhine State earlier this month was quickly acknowledged by the military with a promise to punish the perpetrators, a rare demonstration of accountability. But those Rohingyas who remain in Myanmar are still subject to discriminatory laws and restrictions and often confined to squalid displacement camps. RTHK, the time has just gone, five minutes past 11. The office of the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has defended his special advisor Dominic Cummings over an alleged breach of the coronavirus lockdown. Opponents have called on Mr. Cummings to resign over a 400 kilometre drive he took to his parents' hometown in late March. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. Dominic Cummings is Boris Johnson's key aide, the strategist who delivered Brexit. But his abrasive style has made him enemies, now relishing his predicament. In a statement Mr Johnson's
2: office said Mr Cummings had gone to his extended family to ensure his young son was properly cared for when his wife fell ill with coronavirus. It said they did not share a house. Mr Cummings had followed guidelines and believed he had acted reasonably and legally,
0: it concluded. But Ian Blackford, who leads the Scottish National Party in the British Parliament called the trip the height of
2: irresponsibility.
0: The Spanish Populist Party, Vox, is holding protests across Spain to demand the resignation of the Socialist Prime Minister, Pedro Sanchez, over his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. The BBC's Guy Hedgeco reports.
2: The far right Vox Party is leading today's demonstrations, in which those taking part are driving cars in order to ensure social distancing. They blame Mr. Sanchez for both failing to control the virus more effectively and for keeping the country under lockdown so long. The government argues that its policies have stabilised the virus's impact and that Vox and other opposition parties are using this crisis for their own electoral benefit. On Monday, Madrid and Barcelona, which have faced particularly stringent restrictions, will see some of them lifted.
0: The first funerals are being held in Pakistan for victims of the plane crash on Friday, in which 97 people died. The flight data and cockpit recorders have been recovered and an investigation is underway. The BBC's Secunda Kermani reports. Today, funerals are taking place for some of the victims of the tragic crash, whilst DNA tests are being conducted on the bodies of others before they can be handed over to relatives. The pilot's last communications with air traffic control indicate the plane's engines had failed. An investigation is underway with preliminary findings expected in a month. Pakistan's pilot association has expressed concern that previous probes have not been thorough enough and called for international investigators to assist in the inquiry. To Sports Now and the Japanese tennis star Naomi Osaka has become the world's highest paid female athlete, making almost 1.4 million US dollars more than her nearest rival Serena Williams over the past year. The BBC's Stephanie Prentice explains how she did it. Naomi Osaka has emerged as a tennis sensation in just a few years and earned $37.4 million in the past 12 months. Her running power rocketed after she won the US Open in 2018, beating Serena Williams in straight sets in that final and then she won the Australian Open in 2019, going on to become the first Asian player to be ranked number one in the world in singles. She managed all this with what insiders call her attacking or aggressive playing style and she has a powerful serve that can reach 125 miles per hour. Her current fortune is down to prize money from tournaments plus lucrative endorsement deals with brands like Nike, Mastercard and Nissan. The English Premier League's players are also back in training, with the league looking to resume fixtures next month in football. However, six people connected to clubs have tested positive for coronavirus in checks last week. Some players, including Chelsea's French midfielder N'Golo Kante, have skipped training because of health concerns. The Premier League's chief executive, Richard Masters, has this message for the players. We've done everything we possibly can to make return to training as safe as possible for you, and therefore for you and your family. We've put in place testing programmes and all the different protocols in order to protect you and your livelihood, and we think it's safe to return. The decision, ultimately, we have to respect those players that take the decision not to return to training. That is their prerogative. And to end the news, the top stories again. Former Chief Executive CY Lang says national security laws may create a new special branch in Hong Kong. The territory's last colonial governor, Chris Patton, says the West must stop kowtowing to China. And the police issue a warning as calls grow online for people to join a protest tomorrow. And that's the news from RTHK.
2: Stop stars, but things gonna be good. We got everything we need in our neighborhood. No fancy cars.
1: Remember when
2: we were fifteen, smoking in the park. Never really noticed you, but I was falling hard. Remember Jimmy's pickup from driving in the dark. If I think about it now. We didn't think at all. Oh. Living in To. jimmy's still the same the old tree Be good ooh, ooh. We're washed up stars, everything's gonna be good We're living in our own little Hollywood We're washed up stars
1: Stop Stars, everything's gonna be good. Ali Farben, featuring Yannick, Little Hollywood. And the weather for our little neighborhood, Hollywood East, is that it's gonna be mainly cloudy with a few showers for tonight and tomorrow. Bright intervals during the day tomorrow and temperatures will range between 25 to 30 degrees. Currently it's 26 degrees with a relative humidity of 88%.